0: Hello and welcome to Now Here's a Thing, the latest laid-back podcast crafted by me, Tracy Jones. And me, Heather Noble.
1: Are you ready? I am ready now, sorry. I was just trying to get my laptop. Up Um, you go then. Now, here's the thing. They say that you live for as long as people still talk about you, right? So once there is nobody left alive who remembers you, that's when you truly die because you live on in people's memories. Well, there was an article that I read last week that was on the ITV website, um, and it mentioned a lady from County Fermanagh who um, was born during the Second World War and has lived in a cottage called... Mully Lusty Cottage near Belcoo County, for Manor, And she lived there all her life. And she has never had electricity, gas, running water or a modern appliances um, wow. fitted in. And she's now 81... She's lived 81 years, sorry, without any of those things. So when she gets up in the morning, she has a, puts a pot of water on the fire um, for her to have a wash. Um, she has tea and toast... She'll do her prayers, do whatever job she needs to do, carrying water from the well, bringing logs in, etc. go to mass. Um, And she... um, Her story reminded me of a lady who is long dead um, who found fame through living a a very similar sort of existence.
0: And this is a lady called Hannah Hawkswell. Do you remember? No, I haven't. Oh, a vague memory, but gosh, I'm really digging deep there. Do you remind me? Oh, so she was a farmer up in the...
1: um, Where was she based? Up in the... On a a really um, high uphill, not very... In Yorkshire, there we go. She died in 2018. She was born in 1926. Um, She was covered by an ITV documentary called Too Long a Winter which looked about the endurable conditions of farmers in the high Pennines in winter. Wow. And they stumbled upon her, and she had no running water, um, no mod cons or anything. And she ran the farm herself since the age of 35, following the deaths of her parents and uncle, um, and she was struggling to, v- to survive on £250 a year, which is equivalent to in 2018, that was about £4,000. When the average salary in the UK um, was about £20,000. Um, and she was constantly balancing um, existing, managing her small livestock that she got. and She eat this really hard existence. But they made this programme about her. When did they make the programme? In 20... um, She was discovered in 1972. Yeah. um, The documentary was shown in 1972. And then they went back to her in 1989 to see where she was up to.
0: And she was struggling on the £250 when? In... um, So, in the
1: 1972 documentary... Yeah. The equivalent money in 2018 was 4000 was 4000 pounds um when people were in, in 20000 okay. pounds um and then and then they, they did go back to her and she there was um in 1992 they made a program about her because she actually sold her farm and that was a massive massive thing because she had to accept that she couldn't survive there anymore oh. and i just remember stories of her uh, you know, footage of her getting out of her bed, which was literally covered in any blanket or cloth cloth or anything. Ice on the insides of the windows, breaking the ice to get water. Wow. Um, trudging across snow to go and feed the I cattle it, that she got. That's she ever known. Yes, that was her life. And so there was this massive thing when she sold her her farm and land and had got some money then, so she realised that asset. And she moved into a little house... Um, in a local in a village nearby, so there was talk of that. And then the documentary makers they sent her abroad, and she and so they made a documentary in 1992 called "Innocent Abroad." She went to France, Germany, Austria, Switzerland, and Italy. She met the point were, were
0: they kind to her? They weren't being
1: uncaring. No, to they weren't. No, no, not at all. Oh. The, the, I think they 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 discovered her. Um, were fascinated by her existence, yeah. befriended like, her. Like a tribe in
0: the Amazon that nobody had yeah. discovered. and then suddenly...
1: <laughs> um, and then finally, because having sold a farm in the land, which would have been hugely valuable, um, she eventually, in 2016, was able to move into a care home. Um, and she died in 2018. Um, and I just remember having... VHS, I think they were, yeah. um, and just going back and watching this, this amazing woman, who expected nothing of life. You know, when she went abroad, she everything was a treat. Everything was amazing. You know, she was like a child in a sweet shop because she was experiencing things that she'd never experienced before. Well, she
0: was living history, wasn't
1: she? <laughs> yeah, and just seeing that article about that lady in County Fermanagh. It just brought all of this back and how, a bit like you just said, you know, there will be people living really meagre existences off-grid, which yeah. is what we'd call it now, but some people decide to go and live off grid. These are people who've never been on grid. Yeah. So they don't even know this is just their norm. Um and it, it just reminded me of, of, of this fascinating story and this and her accent was lovely and the way she had no expectations of life. Um, she was amazing.
0: Never she married. It felt like she was just delighted to be experiencing all that. Yes, yeah, yes. After all that time of,
1: you know, almost like hard slavery, you know, to her life. Um, never, had a, never had a relationship, never had children, you know, all of those things. And yet didn't think that life owed her anything. And it, it just brought it all back. So if you if you haven't, um, Google Hannah Hawkeswell. Okay. Look at some it, footage. It really
0: rings a, a, a very distant bell, but yeah. It, you know, like it's one of those things where you, you say, I think I know it, but I can't yeah. quite grasp yeah. the
1: memory. And, and for me, it just goes back to that whole thing that, like I said... You know, they say that you continue living as long as people are talking about you. Well, she was born almost 100 years ago, um, which actually, you know, in relative terms, isn't that long ago in terms of the modern world. And she's lived on in my mind. So actually to talk about her again, you know, she she does live on. Yeah. Um, And she's somebody that if it weren't for that film crew who weren't exploiting her at all, um, they were just showing her. They were showing her life. Yeah. Okay. Maybe they helped her to realise through, you know, you know, I guess they might have paid her some money, you know, for making the documentaries, and so it put her in a position where maybe she did find out more about the outside world.
0: Yeah.
1: Amazing. Mm. Yeah, she was. So yeah, Hannah Hawkswell with an X. H A U X W E L. And what
0: was the name of the lady in Ireland?
1: And the lady in Ireland, who's still there, is Margaret, ooh, hang on, Margaret, doesn't want everybody to know her name, Gallagher, Gallagher, Gallagher.
0: Okay. Well, thank you to Margaret for reminding you of Hannah. Mm. Yeah, lovely. It's lovely. It's a bit weird that you started off with um, what you said about you, you're not dead until... People stop talking about you because my thing now yeah, here's yeah, yeah, a thing yeah. is about famous last words. Oh, <laughs> like, oh, and okay. we didn't consult on this. We did not. No. Oh. Um, so somebody just I, somebody was just saying something. They made a joke um, the other day. Oh, famous last words. Which is the thing? It's the phrase you say, isn't yeah. it? When somebody makes quite a bold statement about something, but you expect to be proved wrong very soon. Yeah. Yeah. I had to look it up because it's like, "We use this all the time." That we have oh, famous last words. Is it like pride comes before a fall? It's not right. That isn't it? it's like, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm just going to print this thing. Yeah, yeah. Famous, famous last, last word. word. Yeah, printer's never going to work for yeah. you. And so I, I did look it up in the Cambridge Dictionary. Um, Famous last words is an idiom, informal idiom, said when someone makes a statement that is shown very soon and in an embarrassing way to be wrong. Oh, okay, Yeah, so famous last words, exclamation mark. But then it got me thinking, yeah, famous last words, obviously off the the cuff you can't think of anything that you've said famous last words for. But it is generally that way you've been... Maybe a little bit self-deprecating or somebody else has pulled you up on. Yeah. Yes. Like I say, the pride comes before a fall. Yeah. But what about actual last words? And not necessarily famous people.
1: Oh, well, the only one that I've got, which isn't really relevant, is Spike Milligan on his gravestone, where it says, "I told you I was ill," and I just I think that. that's a little bit of a, you know, an anecdote. <laughs> yeah, that's... if you, if
0: you do a, a bit of a Google search, there's a few that you think really, yeah, yeah, come yeah. on, yeah, that's what you know they would like to think, or maybe that was the last thing they wrote. There's a yes. few of those yeah. there as well. Uh, but I I found a website. Okay, sorry, this may be triggering, so trigger warning here. Uh, there's a website um, called Simply Cremation. Okay. And the article is entitled, What Do Dying People Say?
1: Oh, okay.
0: And it it just talks about some of the things that people would typically say. 24 to 48 hours in that final stage of dying. And apparently Do you know what? That- Sorry, oh, I wish we'd done this the other way around. Yes, the happy <laughs> story. Sorry. Um, But that 24 to 48 hours is is known as terminal lucidity. Um, Something that often occurs is... it's They describe it here as an unexpected and delightful return of memory and mental sharpness of people who've potentially not had that. So if they've been in decline with uh, psychiatric or neurological disorders, dementia, schizophrenia, strokes, it says, Um, and... They may recognize people that they've not recognized for months or years. Their speech becomes clear. They often become happy and reflective. And, and it was saying in here how that can be very comforting mm. for the family mm. around them. Um, but then there is this um, the actual final words. And again, I'm, apologies for any trigger words. Is that the most common word that anybody says is, is mama? Right. mum. Yeah. Okay. Um, but often it's a curse word as well. Okay. okay. So it's either mum or, or, or a swear. Or or something, yeah. Um, and, and sometimes you also say that people can have um, a, a, like a longer conversation where they make absolutely no sense to their families at all. And sometimes, they, you know, it says in this article that it might be best if the family just... Comforts and reassures them. Yes, they you know, yeah. going off on on one, um, and and things where it can be quite puzzling to them that don't make any sense that they might be picking up on. I think somebody said something along the lines of, "Well, I'm going to get kicked out now." Then,
1: and right. now the family like, I really don't mean? know
0: what that is, and it's like maybe they're they're thinking back to college or school or something like that where you know. They're playing a memory in their mind. Yeah, so some sort of impairment in in their memory, and they're they're linking different things. We talked about memory a few weeks ago, Mm -hmm. didn't we, Mm -hmm. about how those connections sometimes go in the wrong path. Um, But I thought this was lovely. It just says at the end of the article is that dying words are important. Listen, think about them, cherish them. Even if they sound harsh, so I'm guessing even if they're going yeah. uh, cursing and swearing yeah. or, or whatever it is, because they may mean something. I thought that was lovely. Mm. Uh, they may not mean anything at all, so to be fair. I then did um, pull up a few famous last words. Okay. So Emily Dickinson, 1830 to 1886. She said, I must go in, the fog is rising. Okay. Just somebody who was responding to this article said that their uncle said, looks like a good night to fly. He used to be a pilot. It and then his last words, he turned to his brother and said, it looks like a good night to fly. Which is rather lovely, yes. isn't it? Yeah. You know, Steve Jobs' last words are apparently, oh wow, oh wow, oh wow. And uh, apparently his, his sister talked about it in, in the eulogy, saying it was his um, constant capacity for wonderment and his belief in the ideal and that, you know, there's still more beautiful things to come. And she took comfort in the fact that he said that she seemed like he was starting on a new journey. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Um, This isn't a famous last word necessarily. I think it was written in a letter, but Jane Austen was very blunt about this. I want nothing but death. Okay. That's she was predictive. fairly certain. Uh, so it wasn't a famous last word, but last written word to a sister. This is quite a famous one, and I, I don't know um, whether this one is actually true, but either that wallpaper goes or I do. That was Oscar Wilde. Okay. <laughs> um, let me have a look. Ludwig van Beethoven. Friends applaud, the comedy is finished. It's rather good, isn't it? Yeah,
1: yeah, that sounds made up to me. It's that, yeah, or it um, yeah, it might be. This is what I'd like to be. the uh, it, it's interesting you said about the mama thing because I think we've talked previously about how mum and mama and ma is one of the first things that babies yeah. say because if it's the
0: first and the last. Imagine, yeah, yeah. but but that's um, because I think because of feeding.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's not actually. And that's probably why we're called Mama. Mama and Mother, because is or, you know, mum, Mummy, Mum. Because I don't think a child actually maybe knows that that's what it's saying. Yeah. But the mother goes, oh, let's say Mummy. So maybe at the other end, it's <laughs> a
0: similar, similar reaction, thing. Yeah. I
1: do remember the first person that I sat with as they passed was um, um, my first father-in-law. And he was a, he'd been a great tennis player for much of his life. And he really wasn't at all well, and was very much at the end of his life. And he started um, talking to us about that he's going to go and play tennis. Oh. And and as you say, you know, we were like, oh, okay, that will be that will be interesting. interesting. Yeah, it's yeah. a beautiful day for it and everything. Because you wouldn't want to distress. No, no them. you're not. No, you're not. Yeah, because you're on your deathbed, man. Yeah, whatever they're saying, let that be their truth yeah. or or, or yeah. whatever it is. But. Um, but, you know, often you hear things when, you know, people say, well, nobody ever on their deathbed said, um, I wish I'd had less sex. Um, I wish I'd spent less time with my family. Wish I'd spent
0: uh, more time in the office. Yeah, I wish I'd spent
1: more time in the office, you know. And, and we you know, we joke about those things. But, you know, to be honest, would you know, who would actually say that? What else have you got? What are the famous um, this, last words? Have you?
0: Got? Well, this isn't famous, but this one, this one actually hit me where it hurts. Um, This is another um, response to the article saying that somebody's a health um, care assistant on a geriatric ward. And one of the patients called them over and just said, I just wanted to say goodbye to someone. Oh, gosh. You know what I'm like for crying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's quite a thing. Let me liven up my spirits with this one. Please do. A French nun, Louise Marie Therese, said, a woman who can fart is not dead. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I don't know if that's strictly true. It's yeah, one of the things that happens. A few gases early, yes. Yeah. I don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, uh, and, and she died in 1732, so I don't know where this is recorded, but apparently, after farting before she died, she decided that a woman who can fart is surely still alive. So, and then promptly died. <laughs> <laughs> Um, A dying man can do nothing easy. That was Benjamin Franklin. I like this one. Humphrey Bogart. I should never have switched from scotch to martinis. Let that be a lesson to you all.
1: I mean, when people are saying smart things like that, it can't be the last thing that they say, can it? But, But at the point, I imagine at the point, say at the point at which somebody says, you know, you're going kind of thing. You might, if, particularly if you're particularly a great origin. Can you make sure this is the thing? Yeah, that you, you might you call say. Today. You might say, "Oh well, you know, we've all got to go sometime," or you say something really profound. Um, but yeah, and I also I don't know how many people. Well, I don't remember. I don't remember the last thing. Well, I remember the last thing my father said to me, but it wasn't on his deathbed because by the time I saw him, he was already. Hooked up yes. to telemetry, um, so in that moment, if it isn't something really profound, do we remember it anyway? Yeah, do you know what I mean? If it's just a bit She's of a,
0: gone. I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. Oops, I farted. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, exactly. the last words they said. To yeah. You yeah, I mean, I,
1: yeah, it would be great, wouldn't it? If it was things like, oh, um, I must, I forgot to put the milk out, or did a lock the back door, or. What,
0: what would you want? Your last words
1: yeah something like to a be? bugger. Yeah
0: shit Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> what so... not now I've got time for this <laughs> Oh well um, what, what about Winston Churchill apparently before slipping into a nine day long coma he said I'm bored with it all Okay Fair enough Um And Oh this one playwright Wilson Misner apparently he said to a priest who'd just come to his bedside and said, I'm sure you want to talk to me, he apparently said, why should I talk to you? I've just been talking to your boss. Oh, wow. See, you've got to be really lucid to say something like that. I think so, haven't you? Well, yeah, I guess you can be lucid before you die. It's not everybody's, like, brain melts before they die. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So, some of them do sound contrived, yeah, don't they? Yes. And there is that one, um, kiss me, Hardy, isn't yes. it? Yes, yeah, it's like, did he really say kiss me, Hardy?
1: Yeah, or was that <laughs> why, to take why, it want,
0: <laughs> why did he want Hardy to kiss him? <laughs> They're all trying to find all these reasons why he wouldn't be yes. asking Hardy to kiss him, yes, <laughs> um. Marie Antoinette, pardon me, sir, for I did not on I did it not on purpose. So she was lucid before she died, didn't she? Because she had a... Yeah, yeah, a yeah. Headshot, well, headshot. It's, well, yeah. There you go. Yeah. So that that was quite. A, I guess you you got time, you've got time. to plan that, haven't you? Yes. So if you know that's coming, you know you know, that, okay, yeah. Okay. What are these famous words that are going to be recorded forever? You do sort of think. For, they've been remembered since 1793. You would want it to be something profound, not... Yeah. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> oh he stubbed your toe or yeah. something as you're walking up the country.
1: I think there's also an element of power in that, isn't there? That if you say something like that, it's it, there's some strength in that.
0: Yes. This is a very jolly subject. Yeah, sorry. I, I do genuinely wish we'd done it the other way around. Okay. How about Jack Daniel? Principal player in the history of American liquor, it says here. Apparently, he said, one last drink, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. When did he die? Let me have a look and see. Doesn't say when he died. Jack Daniel. Yeah, it it's a, looks like a drawing or um, okay. some sort of engraving of it. Okay. So I guess that's a while ago.
1: Well, I, mean, I suppose he lives on every time somebody says, I love a large Jack, Jack Daniels. Do you reckon they even knew it was named after a real person? Because I didn't. No, I don't think they did, but he does live on. On my on the the proviso that you live
0: on as long as people are talking about him Here you. we go. He died in 1911. Jasper Newton, Jack Daniel, American distiller and businessman, Best known as the founder of Jack Daniels Tennessee Whiskey Distillery. Well, there we go. I just thought it was a brand. It's a man and he's got quite a grand beard there. And Stetson. Yeah, he he likes his hat. Yeah. One more drink, please. That's not bad, is it? I wonder if he had his drink. Oh, imagine if that was an unfulfilled wish before he died. Maybe they were just pouring it and by the time they got it to him, he'd gone. Oh. Have you got anything else to cheer us up now? No, that's why I said I wish we'd done it the other way around. No. Uh, he, he died of blood poisoning anyway. Alcoholic blood poisoning? <laughs> no, no, just <laughs> blood poisoning. <laughs> oh no, horrible. Uh, the infection began in one of his toes, which he injured one morning at work by kicking his safe in anger when he couldn't get it to open. Uh, however, a modern biographer has said that that story is not true. That would be particularly unkind if kicking the safe was the cause of your death. Yeah, he did die of gangrene. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> but I think the kicking the safe bit is a is a bit of a, a mystery. It's quite.
1: Yeah, that's quite a thing. I hope I never stub my toe on anything in case it kills me.
0: <laughs> One last drink, please. <laughs>
1: now here's the thing is a jones and noble production brought to you every week well
0: maybe not every week ever
1: (laughs) recorded with an iphone a microphone and
0: lots of hot air